0: Now arriving downtown Santa Monica Station.
1: Hey Adam, it's time for notes on your notes.
0: I'm Adam Lesser.
1: And I'm Joshua Townsend Zellner.
0: Welcome to Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling.
1: Oh, Adam, you found the best joke. Okay,
0: let's, let me just, we're going to get right to it today because. Yeah. (laughs) Because Josh has a towel on his head again. Uh, I said to Josh, we were having a conversation about how we each teach narrative when people come to us and need to. Are just having a hard time grasping like, how narrative works and how story works. And Josh said, well, let's look at jokes, because I think jokes are very telling. And he also said that I think it's too much to give people long-form stuff like novels and feature scripts. I try to do smaller stuff to give them an example of how story works, which I think is uh, a very reasonable approach. Um,
1: There's also the element of... of Of Within the joke is a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's a payoff, there's reversals, there's character, there's conflict. There's so many things in a joke that are are, uh, a huge part of any storytelling, and that's why it's so important.
0: So without further ado, I've scoured the internet for the absolute worst joke on the internet that would demonstrate what Josh is talking about. This comes to you from Reader's Digest, (laughs) so you already know it's good.
1: Okay, I'm ready, Adam. Lay it on me.
0: So here it is. Three men die and, and go to heaven. Upon their arrival, St. Peter asked the first if he had been faithful to his wife. The man admitted to two affairs during his marriage. St. Peter told him that he could receive only a compact car to drive in heaven. Then St. Peter asked the second man if he had been faithful to his wife, and the man admitted to one affair. St. Peter told him he could have a midsize car to drive. The third man was asked about his faithfulness, and he told St. Peter he had been true to his wife until the day he died. St. Peter praised him and gave him a luxury car. A week later, the three men were driving around, and they all stopped at a red light. The men in the compact car and midsize car turned to see the man in the luxury car crying. They asked him what could possibly be the matter. After all, he was driving a luxury car. I just passed my wife, he told them, and she was on a skateboard.
1: Okay, that's funny.
0: So I know you guys are going to need to pause because you're laughing so hard that milk is coming out of your nostrils right now. (laughs) take a minute, take a breather. It was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got to relax after that one. Maybe have a cigarette. Okay. Okay. so, So, so here's, here's, this is actually one of my areas that I love so much and I love to break down jokes. I love to make jokes better when needed. It's part of my fun in life. So here's, here's some stuff about this joke. First of all, they use the classic three, two is never funny. You have to have three. There's always one two payoff, right? So three, an odd number is always going to give you more humor. <laughs> Second of all, <clears throat> three people come to the pearly gates, so now we know there's going to be one two payoff, right? What's the subject? What subject matter do they use?
0: Infidelity,
1: sex, right? Infidelity, sex, right? Which has to do with secrets, and in our culture, we don't talk about sex, we don't talk about our secrets. So already. It's already loaded, and then on top of that, you're at the pearly gates, which is religion. Religion and sex is already at, at odds with each other, so it's fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Then they set up their. This is this is one of the best ways to make any joke like just horrible because I'm going to dissect it right now. So then they do this other thing, which is they set it. They set in motion the logic of this joke, and the logic of this joke is that how many sex partners is in relationship to what kind of car you're going to drive in heaven? Right. So the first one is I had, I'm making this up. I had 10. So then you get, you get, you know, a, a Kia. I had two. Okay. So now you get like a Toyota. I only had one my whole life. Okay. You get a Tesla. So that's the logic and that's so important in the in the story because it, it goes one, two, three. Now we accept the premise or the logic of this story of this joke. Do, do, you, do you see that?
0: Yeah, I would also. I'm going to say one other thing, which you may or may <laughs> not like, which is that mm-hmm. what's also occurring there from a story perspective is that mm-hmm. the characters are moving closer to the eventual desired place a little bit. So if you think about a character going through a story, particularly a feature script, during that middle 60 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. like we're seeing incremental shifts of them getting closer to some ideal, which may or may not be the true place they want to go to or not, because we're going to have mm-hmm. a reversal in this joke. Mm-hmm. But right. that's the trajectory of the way narrative typically works.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. But we, yes, you're absolutely right. And we can see, we can see the progression that's the important part because if if the first person who had ten sex partners got a you know a small car and The guy who had five partners had a medium car then logic says the one who only had one Would have the best car and if for any reason you you disturb that logic and in, in other words if you gave the person who only had one sex partner his whole entire life a um a toaster or a car, I'm sorry, or a house, then it wouldn't fit the logic. right? Because, because that logic is about to get upended in, in the payoff. So it has to be very clear in this world. So then they go to the next part, which is a week later, you know, all three meet up. And then the first two should be in pain and the third one should be uh, sorry, the, the the one with the small and the medium car should be in pain, and the person with the best car should be happy. But that's where the reversal comes.
0: Yes, that's right? right.
1: And so that's what creates the concern, and that's what creates the hook. Otherwise, we don't have a hook. There's no anomaly here. This is a key part in the story. So go ahead and put it into a longer form and, and, and see where you see that.
0: Well, I mean, I guess I would say it's like, yes, like, this is... This is the baseline for reversals in so many movies, like the character shifts at the end and that the world they thought they were living in is not the world they're living in right so mm-hmm. i mean i I agree that there's a lot you can learn about setup and reversal from a joke there's always mm-hmm. a punchline you know mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree a hundred percent and like um, and there's sort of like a beginning you know and even there's an there's also like a world before, right? There's just the marriage lives before we're in the scene we're in, right? Like mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. had so many, you know, infidelities in their life, and now we're, and then even the wife who is on the skateboard, she had a life before this joke, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, but we haven't we haven't hit the skateboard yet because th- that's that's another beat, that's a, that's another chunk. Well, I'm, I'm 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 following the form of the joke, because we don't right. we don't know that yet. We just know there's an anomaly, and the right. anomaly is that the guy in the luxury car is crying what how is that possible he should be the happiest of the three
0: right yeah and that's the beat we're at is that they're at a stoplight now and the guy mm-hmm. who's crying and then he tells him the payoff which is i saw my wife she's on a skateboard
1: i saw my li- i saw my wife uh yesterday right again I- i'm breaking it way down i saw my wife yesterday period full stop still no joke but that's a reference point, meaning that she just passed away too. And here comes the logic of the joke. She was on a skateboard. Right. And we extrapolate all the information that we've just had from this joke of if the person who had 10 sex partners has a key and she has a, has a skateboard. Oh no, that's the joke. So it confirms the logic of the joke because In and of itself, his ex or his wife, his wife riding a skateboard is not funny.
0: You can always extrapolate lessons from these. One of the lessons these is that worlds have rules. One of the Mm -hmm. rules of this world is that you get a certain type of car based on your faithfulness to your partner. Yeah. And worlds have rules in films and in fact when we we get we get irritated when characters break the rules and don't have a consequence because it it doesn't make sense to us as an audience right because we have certain expectations of how characters should behave Mm -hmm. the same way this so you know we expect saint peter to only give out certain types of cars to certain types of people based on their their faithfulness saint peter stops doing that then the the Joke stops making sense. Exactly. We see, sometimes people in films do this, and it irritates us as an audience. Um, so but I want to go. I
1: call, go, it, I go call it the logic. I call it the logic of the world, or in a world, or the logic, because the, it, if once you set your logic in 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 place, you can't you can't shift it. You can't shift it, and if you do shift it, there's a price to pay. Let's just put it that way. And you better you better be able to back that up.
0: Right. Um, this is a very small example of how a little bit of a story is going. Also, keep in mind for you as an audience member, you are hanging on because you want to know what happened, right? You're listening to setup the whole time, right? It's all Set Up. One, the two, you know, one guy the, gets this card, this second guy, the third guy. And then we're in – We actually the scene only occurs a week later where they're all at the stoplight, right? Which but is, that –
1: Okay, but, but I want to make a distinction. The, the intro, the first one, two, three—that's the setup, right? And the hook comes. The hook comes when you're, when they're at the stoplight. If there's no hook at the stoplight and there's no anomaly, th- there's no more drama,
0: right? And uh, you know, things have to—and this is like things have to unexpectedly happen in the scene, which is what yes. happens here. Yes, which is the basis of good storytelling. Something unexpected happens, but yet, but also makes sense to the audience. Yes. And this only makes sense once we hear the punchline.
1: And the other thing that is a very deep, deep part of this joke is a cultural bias towards men in relationship to them being more promiscuous in a committed long-term marriage relationship. In other words... This joke wouldn't pay off in the same way if it was reversed. If the wife came to it and said, I only had you know, no partners except my primary, and then the husband was seen on a skateboard later, the joke wouldn't work. So it's actually exposing a long-term held uh, predisposition or prejudice that a cultural holds in relationship to the expectations. So it's a very deep, deep joke when uh, looked at it in a certain way.
0: Look, the reason I wanted to do this episode was just because sometimes people just have a really hard time understanding how stories work Mm -hmm. and how scenes work. And one way is to say, okay, go read 50 screenplays, go read 50 novels, go Mm -hmm. and really reread them and study them and see what's happening to the character and see how the scenes take them in this direction and that direction and the choices the character makes and where the character is at the beginning, where they are at the middle, where they are at the end all the things that go into storytelling but it can be overwhelming sometimes looking at long form mm-hmm. particularly if you're just starting so josh said well the smallest form i ask people to look at is jokes mm-hmm. and so that's one way to look i think the other way that we've talked about is short fiction for mm-hmm. sure short mm-hmm. story even novella uh mm-hmm. short film
1: hmm yeah
0: um even I think web series these days, because sometimes they come in at 12, 13 minutes, a lot of those episodes can be interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. But something that seems manageable, where you can sort of be like, oh, whom, what's the character I'm engaged with? What's happening to them over the course of this you know, 10, 15 minutes that I'm giving them my attention? Mm-hmm. And What can I learn about how a story works from that engagement?
1: Yeah, and if you can start recognizing it in any form that you're watching or enjoying, you can then replicate it. If you can't recognize it, you can't replicate it.
0: Yes. And I think that's a little bit of also a nod to like, rather than reading just volume, lots of different stuff. Mm -hmm. I think there's a value in picking something you like and looking at it again and again and looking at it multiple times, even taking notes on it. Um, And also things that are the kind of work you would like to do. You know, don't pick something because someone else tells you it's good. Choose something Mm -hmm. that is like a story you love doing and then take it apart and see what happened. Because it's your sensibility you're developing for storytelling.
1: Adam, that is stellar advice and super helpful it really is because in school in classic school regular school they force feed you these these things that you should like or that are classics and therefore blah 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 and if you go after what you just said there's more passion there's more excitement
0: yeah and sometimes it can be hard because you're like dissecting things that you love that you didn't actually want to be analytical about Mm -hmm. you just wanted to enjoy them Mm-hmm. but at the same time it's helpful i think to slow it down and see okay like what is engaging about this character like what where's the detail here what is the first choice this character has to make what what you know and how does that move the story in another direction
1: see that's why we did an episode of with cacao farming because it doesn't or cacao bar making it doesn't make a difference what it is is if you enjoy something and you love it like i enjoy cacao bars you know, 80 to 100 percent organic, Um, you know, and you guys can send me small samples. It's not a big deal. Um, Or if you enjoy music or if you enjoy storytelling or whatever it is you enjoy going to films, you can enjoy it as someone who just enjoys it and be done with it. And you don't have to do this deep, dive work into it however if you want to be in this world and you want to produce your own cacao bars or you want to produce your own plays or your own feature films or your own ted talk or whatever it is you need to go deep and you need to find out like what's under the hood how does this work and that's that's what i feel like adam that's what i feel like ultimately we're offering here
0: yeah and sometimes i agree i agree 100 percent. and sometimes when i'm working with someone i actually have to give them sort of writing structure training for lack of a better word i have to show them how like a dialogue setup would work in a scene Mm -hmm. and how we create suspense and how we wait for something to be paid off in a scene and so let's work through this scene but it's actually it's actually working on that micro level of just that page of working through that scene that pulls someone into a process that they can then figure out how a story works
1: (laughs) you know, it's called moment to moment reality and the moment to moment reality must be carved out because by the time you take your step back and look at the whole scene, you can actually track it. But that tracking people go, Oh, that was a beautiful scene. But if you're into the work that we're into, you only get to that beautiful scene by going through the moment to moment reality and make sure, making sure that everything tracks and everything's interconnected and interconnected both to the scene, but also to the larger through line of the entire piece.
0: Right. That's absolutely and,
1: true. and, and and, and on top of that, this is, and this is where I like to go, that's all of life. Because people think, oh, oh my God, I'm going to be working at this job for the next 20 years. It's like, mm, you don't know that. Yeah. All, you, all I know is this moment-to-moment reality. And yes, that moment-to-moment reality could lead me to working at a job for 20 years. But it's, 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 it's played out. It's lived in a moment-to-moment reality.
0: Excellent. Excellent, I love it, Joshua. Uh, thank you so much. This has been Notes on Your Notes. I gotta Joshua, go smoke a cigarette. Josh now. is gonna go smoke a cigarette before he goes to Hollyhock. And uh, <laughs> you can go to Facebook and Instagram to get all the updates. I'm sure Josh will be posting from Hollyhock. And uh, you can rate us on the iTunes store. That's always helpful. The music on today's show is courtesy of Kevin McLeod, and the sound editing design is courtesy of me. We'll talk to you next week.